All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. With Josh Helmer, I'm Chris Plank. I'm not fighting with this dude. I mean, there's that's one stone 8, nurse. 8,000 people here today that are saying, that's not true, that's not true, that's not true, that's not true. And he wants to fight with me. I'm like, I don't care. That's not at the core of this. The core of this is gambling. Gambling. <laughs> the core of this is gambling. Um, the, the point is that in states where weed is legal, it doesn't mean you can go out and smoke and not have effects from your job, even with the medical card. Right. There's certain repercussions in, in certain situations is, is the, the main point. Right. So gambling, and that was just my comparison. I didn't want to sit, sit here and fight with one dope. Um, and Chris, remember, no fight with him. I told him, I'm like, one more and you're getting blocked. I haven't blocked anyone in a long time. Teddy. Oh, he said. This is, this is. An individual in our healthcare system that's taking care of us. Yeah, right. This is someone who apparently is a nurse that gets weed tested all the time. That is just <laughs> zonked. Yeah. I mean, listen, and again, I'm a big proponent of medical marijuana, man. I, I think that it works wonders for people. But there's certain things that you just have to accept that you can't do in certain industries. Wait, I'll give you an example. It was, and it was really just kind of a- I'm not fighting with this. It was just an, an example Done. of- in life, there's certain things that you sacrifice because your situation, your job, whatever, right. says you can't do that. Right. And it's that simple. Let's hit a couple of things. I mentioned today is a big day, right? So before we hit the top five stories of the day. I want to keep fighting. I mean, I really could. <laughs> I there's know, certain, I'm just kidding. Here's the thing. There's certain things in my life that I just I get really heated on. And when I'm like, hey, man. Just there's like 50 people here that said this wrong. Appreciate you checking in. And when your next response is, don't you tell me I'm incorrect. I'm like, there's like 86 CDL drivers. It's the most response we've got to anything on the show Send today. Send us your CDL license. And you want to give me some trucking company in Chickasha and have them call in and say that you you can still drive if you have a medical card. I I, I don't know why you want to fight over this, maybe, but you triggered for, me today. Maybe for their company you can. Um. So today is a big day. Um, tomorrow, what am I saying? Today is the guest tax increase. It's uh, in Norman. It would raise more dollars for tourism, like the arts, Sooner Theater, Parks and Rec, and would allow the formation of a sports commission to recruit tournaments and events to Norman. It's a win-win, and Norman residents are exempt from this tax. So... There you go. I am I'm very uh excited to see how this turns out. It sounds like a it sounds like a slam dunk. So my point is go vote, right? If you go vote, you have a say and it's all good. Now you want to hit a couple peripheral stories before we hit the top five or you want to read a few. I just want to read one text okay. from Daddy, which was pretty funny. Uh-huh. That's the denial stoner he's gambling with his male nurse job. <laughs> Which, hey, that sort of like ties everything together. That's very nicely done. <laughs> All right. Um, it's a plank show right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Let's go. Top five stories of the day brought to you, as always, by Newcastle Casino. It's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. Haven't done it in a while. Haven't done it in a while. Blocked! <laughs> Blocked! Whoa! I mean, listen, here's the thing. 
You can sit here and argue about anything in the world, but you got called on something and you sit here and you cry like a little bee. And then you want to call somebody and say, I'll have them call in and show you. It's not even part of the conversation. You're soft as Charmin. Get the F out of here. All right, let's go. Top five stories of the day. Game Brought over. to you, as always, by Newcastle Casino. Uh, will real gamers go to play? Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6, conveniently located, I-44, exit 107. 14 table games, including blackjack, three-card poker, ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Baccarat Newcastle Casino. Dot com Big story number five. Number five. So we've spent most of the day talking about this. The Iowa-Iowa State situation, which was a majority of last hour, right? It was, yes. Which led to our fight over, I guess some places let you have a, a medical card to smoke weed and work, and other places don't. But as far as gambling is concerned, Iowa announced today... <laughs> That 26 athletes across five sports are suspended from wagering, are suspended uh, and suspected of sports. The University of Iowa. It's okay, just take a deep breath. Announced that 26 <laughs> athletes across five sports are suspected of wagering on sports in violations of NCAA rules. Now, more than 100 people have been linked to an investigation. In addition, Iowa State has acknowledged that some 15 of its athletes across three sports also are suspected of violating gambling rules. That announcement, of course, not in parallel, but comes after Alabama fired its baseball coach. Now, NCAA rules prohibit athletes, coaches, and staff from betting on amateur, collegiate, and professional sports in which the NCAA conducts a championship. For example, athletes cannot bet on NFL games even if state laws would legally allow them to do so if they weren't competing under NCAA rules. It's illegal in Iowa for a person under 21 to wager on sports. So you can wager on sports all you want if you're 21 and over, and you aren't a University of Iowa or Iowa State athlete, you could still wager on it, but you risk your eligibility. Or university employee, I think. Yeah, that's with all these numbers, right, Seems that are coming like out. It's, it's, it's got to be that there's some sort of stipulation that you can't be a university official uh, of any capacity, teachers, you know, whatever. You name, I, I don't know. I mean, that's just – but we'll see. There's a lot of tentacles there, and we're just uh, at the very beginning stages of that whole investigation. Here's the, the next logical question, though. Who's next? See, I kind of wondered after the whole Bohannon situation. It was like, um, you know, Brad Bohannon, here's a guy that you wonder what more could be going on, right? I mean, well, how far I, back does this go? I, and we still haven't heard from him, which is weird, right? It Nothing. almost feels it almost feels as though the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission and, you know, the authorities up in the state of Iowa saw the news at Alabama and thought, huh, Let's just double-check things here. <laughs> and when they double-check things, they said, wait a second. So I wonder if this is going to happen across the country elsewhere. If, we, if we're going to find this is just snowball coming downhill. Um, Sioux City Sooner actually brings up an interesting point. If Iowa loses its athletes, are they still going to punt on third downs? <laughs> Sioux City Sooner, I, I know you hate the University of Iowa. <laughs> uh, here, we've, we've had a couple of these. So the 405 was first. They were all betting the under on Iowa football. 
It's but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I don't know what the end game here is, but as you brought up, what's next? Alabama coach, you know, handful of Iowa Iowa State players across several sports, and it could be as simple as, hey, they bet on a game. It could really be that simple, and it doesn't have to be that they had inside information. It doesn't have to be that they knew of a player who was going to be out, and so suddenly they uh, they bet a wager because it can really be as simple, Josh Helmer, as they bet an NBA game, and they're not supposed to. And you know, here is now. I mean, does the will the NCAA completely and totally expel them? Will they lose their? Their eligibility I will would, become a suspension or you what? You know, there is the let's make an example factor at play here. And I would imagine some folks within those NCAA offices are looking at the Alabama situation and now Iowa, Iowa State and thinking to themselves, yeah, we've, we've got to make an example. But I would hope that cooler heads prevail and suspensions are put into place. I mean, if you want to do a loss of scholarship situation – across the board at uh, these you know various Iowa and Iowa State mm-hmm. programs, then maybe you do that. I would just think, to me, I look at it and I say, here's some, some very young men and maybe women that, yeah, they understood the rules, but let's call it what it is. I mean, you, you're, you get smarter as you go in life, typically. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that there's a little bit of a leeway given on that, that, yes, there's a serious punishment – suspensions and we move forward and that's enough of a let's make an example out of them I, I would hope that you don't lose scholarships and get kicked out of school I, I yeah unless it's more serious to where you're fixing games if it's that then yeah that's gonna happen and it just goes across there are so many places where you work and while things might be allowed or things are legal you just can't do here's another great example um i, I work for a company that produces games for the lottery I'm not allowed to play any games that are affiliated with that, just part of the job. Gambling is illegal in Bushwood, and I never slice. Gambling might be legal in Iowa, but as someone who probably works with the Gambling Commission or somebody that works, I don't know, with any entity Yeah, you can't wager. Yeah, you just can't do it. All right, um, big story number four. Number four. All right, we can't play it because it's – I still haven't found an edited version of it yet. We still haven't played uh, played it, but the Bob Huggins situation appears to be nearing an end for the head coach at Iowa. If you missed it yesterday, there was an appearance that Huggy Bear made on a talk show in Cincinnati, WLW, which is where, you know, I think he called it my forever employer in his statement, and – uh, basically, he was asked about – well, I'm going to make sure this audio's down. Sorry. Uh, he was asked about Xavier, and he called him Catholic Fs, and he used a, a homophobic slur. You're right. He was on with Bill Cunningham on WLW. Now, I, I, real quick, I did a little research. I did a little research, and the interesting thing to me is that you you don't have a delay on the stream. Like, if you or I slip or Toby or TJ or anybody and say something weak, is there a ES alert going off? What is it? Is it a, just a test? 
Okay. So basically, the only people that can hear us right now are on the stream anyway. So cuss away. No. But we don't have a we have a delay for on the air, but we don't have a delay on the stream. So if someone sees that and says, "Man, like I did, I can't believe the board op or producer didn't hit the delay," then yeah, it's fine. You know, they can't do anything about it because you can't stop it on the on the stream. So that's how this probably ended up getting out. Not to defend it in any stretch of the word, but I've seen producers get fired for allowing a expletive to go over the air instead of hitting the dump button. In fact, that's how my buddy got fired at Fox Sports Radio when it was Stephen A. Smith's fault back in the day. Which is kind of bogus. Right. I mean, don't swear on the air. A couple of statements were released yesterday. I don't really know if we need to go through them. Huggins, very apologetic. West Virginia, their athletic director, is meeting uh, with the president today. Gordon Gee is meeting with the president today. So, there's just a couple of things that we're <laughs> the sooner County. The radio hears you now, don't cuss. And it wasn't WKRP. Um, but you're in a situation right now <laughs> where Huggins isn't winning a lot. West Virginia's on a downhill downhill roll. They probably needed a new voice anyways, and there was this they're giving him the Kobe Bryant treatment right, is how I, I'd like to refer to it. Kobe Bryant got all that cash at the end of uh, his run with the Lakers. And, frankly, he was overpaid. He wasn't Kobe Bryant anymore. Yeah. And it was a legacy contract. Right. And, basically, that's what Bob Huggins has been getting at West Virginia to where he's not winning. He's not one of the best coaches in America. He's not one of the best coaches in the Big 12. They stink. And it's, well, you know, he's done a lot for us in the past. And so you're like, well, we don't want to get rid of him. We really like Bob Huggins. And yet now something like this happens, and it's the perfect opportunity to say, fired with cause. Right, fired with cause. No more cash for you. He's gone. So, again, Bob Huggins uses a homophobic slur during a press, uh, during a media availability with a station in Cincinnati has apologized. We played the cut from Ren Baker earlier. Looks like he is done. All right, big story number three. Number three. I will say, though, I think West Virginia's a good job. I know that's – if you've been to Morgantown, it's kind of a little different community. It's And they love hoops, man. They love hoops. They, I mean, they love all of the, uh, mm-hmm. the sports up there. It's, it's a really good fan base. Big story number three. We've got some NFL news that I don't really know if we want to get too carried away in scheduling talk yet, Josh. But uh, according to the always reliable mom Facebook post, which is hilarious to me, uh, Donna Kelsey apparently put a Facebook message on May 5th stating that the Chiefs and Eagles were going to play in week two in Arrowhead. Wait, okay, so this is <laughs> this is Kelsey's mom. That's right. Kelsey squared mom. The Kelsey's mom basically said that, hey, here's – which that would seem to be, yeah, pretty good source, Pretty informed leak. But it looks like – I say it can't be a Sunday afternoon game because the Royals are at home, and that's a shared parking lot, but I don't know how much parking that would take up. I know. It's it's so sad, but – And there is a Rihanna concert. I thought it was Beyonce. Oh, it's Beyonce. Thank you. Thank you. Who who called him Rihanna? Oh, Mike Joy. Mike Joy on the NASCAR. Rihanna. Um, Monday, September 18th. So you would believe that this is either a Sunday afternoon or maybe 
a Sunday night game, or not a Sunday afternoon, a Sunday night game, or maybe a Thursday game. Right. Again. Yeah. Speaking of incorrectly pronouncing something, I, I've got something coming up at the bottom of the hour. You got to remind me. You're going to crack up. It involves my podcast that I listen to, Dateline. Okay. A um, couple of other NFL notes. I don't know if you've heard the great conspiracy coming out of Houston, but there are many within the Texans organization media, I shouldn't say organization, within the Texans media that think Cal McNair actually stepped in and made the pick of C.J. Stroud because they wanted a franchise quarterback and they feel like they haven't had a franchise quarterback in a while. Well, uh, McNair answered those rumors yesterday. Hannah and I do not make the draft picks, so (laughs) we'll be clear there. But we have a great group of scouts and uh, led by Nick and uh, James Lipford. And they did a lot of work on the draft board, and then they followed that on draft day. And they moved up when they saw the value was there and moved back, you know. And uh, so it's a lot of fun to be in there. I wish everyone could be in there. There's a lot of excitement. But at any rate, it, it was fun. It was a fun day, and we felt really good about it. There you go. I don't really know how much more there needs to be said, but apparently they they didn't order the code red is what they're trying to say. The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers added another quarterback today, John Wofford. They talked about that. Remember, he was with Baker with the Rams, and so now you've got Baker, Kyle Trask, and Wofford. You know, that's an interesting division now in the AFC South where you have four new starting quarterbacks. I, I was thinking about the possibility he has to have some success. Is that pure Baker homerism? Is that pure OU homerism? Or oh, I, do you think I mean, he's I, got a shot in Tampa to be okay? No, I think he's got a chance. Sure. Absolutely. That, that's a good roster. And like you said, there's a lot of unknown everywhere else. Mm-hmm. A lot of, uh, you know, new beginnings everywhere else. So, no, it's it's ripe for the taking. Is that going to happen? I'm not in any way, shape, or form confident about it. But it's possible. Sure. Yeah. All right, um, big story number two. Number two. Did you watch the NBA last night? I listened to a lot of it. I The, the Lakers-Warriors game was awesome. Yeah, it was a really good game. I kind of quit on it in the third quarter, not going to lie. I, I but, didn't get to watch uh, Miami-New York, but, I, yeah, I, I watched uh, L.A.-Golden State. Well, I, I can take care of you in Miami-New York because, basically, you know, you just it's play. It's the weather. Yeah. <laughs> it's the weather that's really affecting the Knicks right now. Here's, here's a few highlights for you, and, and tell me if you notice a theme here, by the way, just a little theme. Bounce pass to Jimmy. He's got heart. Drives right by, right hand layup, he's too good. Jimmy Butler has 20 points, joining Bam Adebayo and Julius Randle. See, see, see if you know Julius Randle. <laughs> Inbound, now he got to Jimmy, put it up and in. I mean, there's just New York traffic everywhere, and Jimmy doesn't care. I kind of like that. Yeah, call. that was that was. I, good. I, I, and you totally redeem yourself. Three games to one now. I didn't see this coming. I Miami beats up on. I really you know. like Miami, man. I think they've got a chance to. Well, they're going to win this series. That right. series, you know, Shaquille O'Neal last night. Rarely do I agree with. Uh, I mean, I don't know that I just outright disagree, but it, he doesn't wow me mm-hmm. with some of his analysis in post game. But I agreed with a couple of things he said last night. It, probably he doesn't wow me because usually I can't hear what he's saying. They need to crank his <laughs> microphone up, but. <laughs> Last night they had it cranked up, and he said, this series is over. I agree. And he said he doesn't think L.A. Golden State 
is totally over yet. I don't and either. I agree with that. I don't either. But last night uh, was a really good night for the Lakers, and it took them a while. It took them a while to get going, and it took a pretty fantastic fourth quarter from some dude named Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker guarded by Curry. Walker, pull up. Walker hits another one. It's the Lonnie Walker game. <laughs> and then the final call, Lakers had to be up. James finds Reeves, ball in the hands of a Laker, and that's it. Ball game over. The Lakers come storming back in game four. And now up 3-1 in this best of seven. Um... A lot of Lonnie Walker talk afterwards, as you might imagine. Planetary, obviously, how special he was in the fourth quarter. You know, he had 15 of our 27 points. In my career, my 20-year career, I've seen a lot of young guys kind of lose confidence in themselves or lose themselves if they, you know, been in a rotation or started or had big uh, minutes on the team and then they get taken out of the lineup because of certain situations or circumstances, whatever the case may be, and they just completely lose themselves. You know, for him to be a young guy in his league, and just consistently, every single day, showed up, been a professional, uh, great energy, high character. They show why he was able to throw everything to the side and just be him tonight. In that moment, you know, the game ball definitely goes to him. We don't win without him. All right, and then uh, real quick, Lonnie Walker is a pretty cool story. Like I said, there's things that are uncontrollable. You know, I got injured, fell out of the lineup, fell out of the plan. Um, but I, I stuck with it. I stayed in the gym, still being a great teammate, um, and just being a professional. So I think most importantly, it was just to give me gratitude on how hard it is to, to do what I done did. Just being proud of, of, of what I did today, too. Well, Lonnie Walker was a pretty good player, college, Miami guy. And, I mean, he's it seems wild. He's been in the league since 2018. I, th- I want to say he was a first-round pick of the Spurs. And... Here he is, trying to make an impact for the Lakers. Yeah, he was the 18th pick overall in the first round of 2018. Lakers traded for him, he got hurt, and now he makes a difference for him. It's shocking to see how many guys that I thought kind of stunk are actually doing good things for the Lakers. Lonnie Walker, Vanderbilt, D'Angelo Russell. I'm like, what are we doing right now? And it's just all coming together right here, right now. So, tonight, you get the Sixers at the Celtics followed by the Suns to the Nuggets. 2-2 in both of those series. Jokic did – Jokic, excuse me, did not get suspended. So Good. He should not have. Which gets us to big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. So I've got a, a myriad of college football odds here that just dropped. You know, I could talk softball all day long. We had JT Gasso on in hour one. You can find that on the podcast page. He did not answer – the question as to whether or not Jada Coleman dropped that ball on purpose, simply saying uh, you'll have to ask her. But I got the sense from the way he made it sound, Josh, that yeah, it, she didn't. She didn't she, do it on purpose. She didn't do it on purpose, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> she did not do that on purpose. But we'll ask her. With that in mind, knowing so, a top twenty-five is out. We'll hit some of the bracketology projections. But it's that off season where you start the time of the off season, right? Late May or mid-May into June, July where you start seeing things like, I don't know, odds, picks, predictions, and then wild out-of-left-field takes about rosters. But is Urban Meyer right on this one? We'll tell you what the former Ohio State coach had to say on 3 Sports coming up next. Hey, reminder, get out and vote today. Vote, vote, vote. We're, uh, I don't know if we're allowed to tell you how to vote, but it seems like it's pretty awesome what's out there. Um, go by and vote. 
at your latest polling place. That's the top five stories today, brought to you by Newcastle Casino. It's the Plank Show. Everything okay? Oh, yeah, just talking with with uh, the boss man, Brian, about... Uh, oh, the give me zone? That's correct. I did learn something yesterday, by the way. Speaking of, you know, my incessant anger at a friend of mine that always says give me instead of gimme. Yeah, Ar- Arnie Spanier. He also says vice versa instead of oh, vice versa. I but s- someone told me that's actually okay. Vice versa is? Yeah, I guess so. Well, I'm not So here to give me zone is okay too? I guess so. All right, so let me pay off number one here real quick. Well, I heard is, this. This is scary if we're living in a world where Arnie Spanier is right. Ah, well, it's, he also picked the Knicks to sweep. So, I guess this was Sunday, and we were in a softball world um, over the weekend, so we didn't hit this yesterday. And I'm sure Tyler and, and Teddy and the crew were all over it. But have you heard Urban Meyer's take on, on Texas? Uh, no, let's hear it. So, they were talking about the most talented teams in college football. Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama. You know, I think Texas, you didn't mention them, but you yep. know, don't sleep on Texas this year. I was talking to... Mark Pantone and I was talking to the uh, recruiting uh, director at Ohio State and some other uh, man-for-man roster roster against roster. It's hard to say Texas doesn't have the best roster in college football right now. Yeah. Now, they, they, they got to play. They, it's been a while since Texas has been good uh, or elite. Uh, but their quarterback, I, I watched him live against Alabama before he got hurt, and they could have won that game. And we all know Quinn Ewers from when he was at Ohio State, so – uh, I think Georgia, Ohio State, and Texas are in pretty good shot. By the way, Urban is doing this outside, and apparently there's wind a chime. wind chime right next Gosh, to him. come on, Which coach. is cracking me up. Oh, I love the Texas hype train. We're a little bit late this year. I figure this wouldn't start until about mid-May, but the best odds to win the Big 12? Um, yeah, basically I mean, plus 100. I, I think – I think we finally have reached the point, Josh, where people are realizing Arch Manning isn't going to play this year. <laughs> I think that finally happened, unless he unless ha- something happens to Quinn Ewers and Malik Murphy. But it's it's a tradition unlike anything else. And I'm not talking about the Masters. I'm talking about the offseason hype for Texas. Is it justified this year, though? I need to see – I need to see if they're going to be elite defensively. Okay. If, if the answer to that is yes, then sure. The, the, the skill weapons, I know they're losing B. John Robinson, but, you know, you start with Xavier Worthy alone. It's a, a nice place to start. The, the wide receivers are talented. I hear good things about the offensive line, but that's another area for me. It's like, show me. Uh-huh. Show me that you're going to be elite in that department. So, we'll see. I, I, you know, I don't look at Texas until it's proven to me. I've got one hard, fast rule with Texas, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing I've told you about Nebraska and others. I'm going to believe that Texas is overrated and until Texas shows me they're not overrated. Until Texas shows me they can go a whole season and be consistently great, I don't expect that from Texas. So, to me, you've got a paper tiger up top right. in Texas in the Big 12 Conference. And you've got Oklahoma and Kansas State that are right there as likely Big 12 champions or Big 12 championship game participants. And then there's a a couple of others that we'll see in Texas Tech, Baylor, and TCU. But to me, it's not this immovable object up top with Texas. I get why there's some excitement, but uh, I'm sorry. I I am of the, yeah, they're, they're talented, whatever, but 
can they be consistently great? I haven't seen that from them. The, the interesting thing to me is they probably have one of the more talented offensive lines they've had in a while, and it was it was interesting because Kelvin Banks was a guy who last year Josh was thrown into the fire. They start him at left tackle, and he you know he looked like a guy that we'll be talking about for a long time, right? I mean he he seems really solid, but I feel like we have this conversation about Texas every single year. Boy, look at the talent on this roster. And it's funny because they finally had a first-round pick as an offensive player in Bijan Robinson for the first time since Vince Young. They finally had a first-round pick, period, in Robinson since, gosh, what was it, a defensive tackle that got taken by New England? What was that, like 20, 2015? So it, it's been a minute. And yet, we, we do it every single year. It, it's, it's, it's without any prompting. I, the, the guy that was even hosting it, it's like, hey, Ohio State, Alabama. He's like, oh, Texas. I mean, I think they're good. I think they're talented. But yeah, we got to see it. We got to see it. Jalen Ford is really good backer, Big 12 defensive player of the year. He decided to come back. Uh, I think, I think Devondre Swift is or Keandre Sweet, excuse me, is really good. Sweat, excuse me, inside in the interior. I don't know what to make of their new running backs and the Jonathan Brooks and Jane Blues of the world. Uh, they seem to like the freshman C.J. Baxter quite a bit. But yeah, I'm, all right. I feel like we've had this conversation before. Let's see it happen. How weird is that too for Urban Meyer to bring that up unprompted? Yeah, several folks on the text line think that he's posturing for his next gig. Oh, Texas fans would take him back in a heart. I mean, would take him, period, in a heartbeat. Well, I mean, wouldn't you if you were a Texas fan? <laughs> After uh, what he's accomplished at Florida and, and Ohio sure, State and sure. Utah before that? I mean, he's been one of the great college head coaches of the last 25 years. So, I don't think it'd be nuts for them to – I'd rather have Urban Meyer than Steve Sarkeesian tomorrow. Yeah. In a hard If I'm a Texas fan. But here's the thing is again, we talk about this non-stop. We have it hammered in our head non-stop. You just kind of get used to it. I've never seen a team coming off, I mean, even Oklahoma coming off what six and seven last year. Not a lot of national buzz, right? None. There isn't people, there's maybe a few top 25 that they've snuck into, and that's fine. But Texas is coming off, what, 5-7 and seven and 8-4, and 7-8, and 9-4? 8-5 last year. Yeah, 8-5. And, and we treat them like they're just this juggernaut. I've never, I'm not saying boo-hoo for Oklahoma, it's fine. But, I mean, this is, I don't know, I just, oh, are they number one in the S&P or whatever it is for? No, they're really yeah. high in the yeah. FBI. They, FBI? They are. No, it's it is interesting that yeah Texas it was a it was a good season they played Alabama close but I mean they finished eight and five it's not like they were great a year ago and you've got a five star quarterback back in Quinn Ewers who did some nice things but in no way shape or form like Ewers is not Michael Penix Jr. Right. or 
any number of top quarterbacks in college football right now, would you say? Sure. He's not uh, – what's the kid's name at Florida State? He's not Jordan Travis. Right, he's not Travis. I mean, he's, he did some nice things. Maybe he morphs into that guy. But right now, today, I'm not comfortable saying he's going to wind up as a Heisman finalist or one of the best quarterbacks nationally. If I have a question. When you – because you were just reeling off some of the top returning quarterbacks in college football this year, right? Travis – Ewers, obviously Caleb Williams. Yeah. And, and you know, he got a few McCarthy, in the some people feel like at Michigan. Well, some people. Holy smokes. They've got the number two in the country right now. But Yeah, but there's there's some people that feel like, again, McCarthy was part of what held them back. I mean, oh, really? it's, it, yeah, it's pretty split on him. Do you, uh, do you throw Dylan Gabriel in that mix? I do. I don't know that he's one of the elite quarterbacks right, right now. I think he's one of the good returning quarterbacks. But when you're making that list of – like, there's two Oklahoma guys that I'm curious about. Obviously, Dylan Gabriel, and do people consider Spencer Rattler that at South Carolina? I don't know. I don't think so. No. I might, but no one else does. All right, quick break. Oh, wow. Uh, we're really late. I've got to get my favorite mispronunciation I've ever heard in my life. It'll be quick. It'll be next. I want to be quick here to get plenty of time for your uh, text messages to wrap up the show. So I uh, I just wrapped up listening to one of the most frustrating, heartbreaking, and enraging podcasts I've ever listened to. It's called Girl in the Blue Mustang. Terrible story. I feel like we've talked about this before. Have you listened to it in the past? No, this was this is relatively new. I probably brought it up a few times a couple weeks ago. I blew through it pretty quick. Is it so? This just came out. Uh, I think it's been a. Di- There's two parts. There was the first part. Okay, but fi- when was that released? Fi- uh, Fifteen years ago. Okay, like 2005. And then there's this new part that is all new information that just came out a while. Back. See, I I know that you've talked about. This I, in I the think past. I have. I think I have. But as enraging and as heartbreaking as it was, there was one part of it. That has me shook, and okay. I don't know how to overcome it. We have our the intentional mispronouncer on our roster, of course, Teddy Lehman, where uh, uh, it was what? It wasn't Kyler Murray. It was Kyler Murray. Murray. And Kenneth Murray. Kenneth Murray, Samaj Perini. <laughs> uh, it's never TCU. It's always Texas, Texas Christian, Christian University. Yeah. Uh, but when it's an unintentional mispronunciation, it's the best. So here we go. This is the greatest voice in the world, Keith Morrison. Quick clip from Girl in the Blue Mustang. Oh, hold on. I guess it also helps if I have the audio going on it, too. All right, here, here, here we go. Oh, hold on. One more. <laughs> Wait for it. I hope it's worth it for you guys. Okay, it, it, let's try it again. Kid Rock strode out on stage and gripped his mic. It was the first take of one of his latest hits, Bawitaba. I can't stop thinking about that. It was the first take of one of his latest hits, Bawitaba. My name is Kid Rocks. Bawitaba. It's close enough, right? Bawitaba to bang to bang diggy diggy. Uh, that kind of sounded like AI, like artificial. Play that one more time. All right, all right, here you go. Here you go. Now, and again, the whole story is she had parked her blue mustang in this commuter lot and they had gone to a kid rock concert okay together so uh, kid rock strode out on stage and gripped his mic it was the first take of one of his latest hits <laughs> 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 
Do you think no one was aware enough to say, dude, it's, bu- you know what? Never mind. We're not even going to go with it. I'm, I'm retweeting it. Someone put it, someone put it out uh, a while back. Quick break. We're going to wrap it up with your text next. Go vote today. That's go vote today in Norman. Polls are open. Find your nearest polling place. Uh, has potential to be a pretty special day for the Norman community. So get by your latest your local polling place and vote. We'll wrap it up with your text next. All right, let's hit all the big stories here on the text line. Uh, Jesse G off the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Knippelmeyer.com. Was there a video of Urban Meyer saying that Texas has the best roster in college football? I need to know if his friend hitting the bong was sitting close to him. High possibility of a contact high in that statement. 918. Urban is setting himself up for his next coaching gig. I think you'd reference that text. That's pretty funny. Uh, Camo Sooner. Texas is the perfect school to overlook Urban's sleaziness when hiring him. A couple of others. Indeed. I bet you a dollar to a donut that Manning enters the portal down the road after he sits game after game. But he's got about 3.4 mil NIL money, so Manning could sit very comfortably on the bench if he cares more about the money first and starting second. Now, I'm not here to basically tell every texter that they're incorrect today, but 918. I think he's going to start at the very least before he transfers. Yeah, I think, but I they say he's not taking any NIL money until he starts. So if you're thinking, right? right if, if the, sure. I mean, again, I don't know. If it was me, I, I probably would never say it. I'm like, give me all the NIL money. But he is a Manning, so it's not like he's hurting for the. Oh, my gosh. Teddy Bruschi might have just shot up the draft boards. Do you have ESPN on in there? No. He has a disc and a disc golf chain behind him on his set. Oh, let's go, Teddy. He's a disc golfer. Let's go bang some chains, man. Uh, But anyway, I don't. When's when's the last time you went disc golfing? It's been over a year. I'm not happy about it. I mean, can you even consider yourself a disc golfer anymore? I can't. I can't. Ron writes, ever since the late 90s, Texas has always been this year's national champions. <laughs> That's pretty much true. Um, Gunny, you can't tell people to vote, Plank. That might hurt all the felons' feelers. Oh, good point. I'm still laughing about the visually impaired light this morning. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about one of the events they're working to, or that they bring to town, and Toby goes, "Yeah, that's uh, that's that's for blind people, right?" And the lady goes, "Yeah, uh, well, visually impaired." I'm like, oh, my bad. Um, yeah, right there. Oh, here's one. Boy, this guy doesn't like anyone. Nine one eight writes, McAfee fits in perfectly at ESPN. Guy thinks way too highly of himself, and he's a hack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. This is why I wanted to to read this one. Back in the 1980s, Iowa went to the Rose Bowl when Chuck Long was their quarterback. They stood a chance of winning the national championship but lost to UCLA in the Rose Bowl. It was later learned that Ron Harmon was paid to throw the game. Now, again, not here today to tell you that everyone is wrong on the text line today, but there was a thorough investigation after Ronnie Harmon's fumble and the Big Ten cleared him. Now, maybe as time progressed, it became a little bit more of 
well, did did he do it? And we find out. But, I mean, it was thoroughly investigated, apparently. And they could find no proof that he threw it. Um, bad joke, but on the Iowa gambling scandal, a scandal, maybe now we know why Iowa's offense was so pathetic last year, playing the unders. What about uh, Iowa State? Do we do we have any answers there? No, great question. It's a good question. Santa John's been all over this today. How do you catch someone who gambles online or an app? Well, you got to register. So they have your username, and oh, yeah. then you, you've also, Santa John, you've got to have a card on file. So you might have a you know a, a bought MasterCard, but they still – did I say is MasterCard still a thing? I think or so. Or a gift card or something. But they still – they have all your information. You just – you can't just set up a fake account. Right, you got to yeah. prove where you live yeah, and I where mean, you're gambling. Yeah, they're, they're going to know it's you. It doesn't take much digging – to find out it's you. Unless somebody's laying wagers for you like the Alabama coach and we found out if it's in a sports book, not going to take too yeah. long to find that out either. And then the 614 when we were talking about softball. I swear the softball selection committee will get will set some regionals or potential super matchups purely for dramatics. You're right. Can't convince me they don't. They send Oregon to Texas after the Mike White exit. Also Washington is the 16 seed facing OU. Won't argue. Steel Man and Thune at noon are next. Good to be back on The Plank Show. Have a great Tuesday.